Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. Day 179 brings us to Leviticus chapter 26. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day that you bless us with. Thank you for your word and the blessing it is to turn to your word again today. Please write your word on our hearts, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Leviticus 26. You shall not make idols for yourselves or erect an image or pillar, and you shall not set up a figured stone in your land to bow down to it, for I am the Lord your God. You shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. If you walk in my statutes and observe my commandments and do them, then I will give you your rains in their season, and the land shall yield its increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last to the time of the grape harvest, and the grape harvest shall last to the time of sowing, and you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land securely, and I will give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid, and I will remove harmful beasts from the land, and the sword shall not go through your land. You shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. Five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall chase ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. I will turn to you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, and will confirm my covenant with you. You shall eat old store long kept, and you shall clear out the old to make way for the new. I will make my dwelling among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and will be your God, and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be their slaves. And I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. But if you will not listen to me and will not do all these commandments, if you spurn my statutes, and if your soul abhors my rules so that you will not do all my commandments but break my covenant, then I will do this to you. I will visit you with panic with wasting disease and fever that consume the eyes and make the heart ache. And you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. I will set my face against you, and you shall be struck down before your enemies. Those who hate you shall rule over you, and you shall flee when none pursues you. And in spite of this, if in spite of this you will not listen to me, then I will discipline you again sevenfold for your sins, and I will break the pride of your power, and I will make your heavens like iron and your earth like bronze, and your strength shall be spent in vain. For your land shall not yield its increase, and the trees of the land shall not yield their fruit. Then if you walk contrary to me and will not listen to me, I will continue striking you, sevenfold for your sins, and I will let loose the wild beasts against you, which shall bereave you of your children and destroy your livestock and make you few in number, so that your roads shall be deserted. And if, by this discipline, you are not turned to me, but walk contrary to me, then I also will walk contrary to you, 
and I myself will strike you sevenfold for your sins, and I will bring a sword upon you that shall execute vengeance for the covenant. And if you gather within your cities, I will send pestilence among you, and you shall be delivered into the hand of the enemy. When I break your supply of bread, ten women shall take your bread in a single oven, and shall dole out your bread again by weight, and you shall eat and not be satisfied. But if in spite of this you will not listen to me, but walk contrary to me, then I will walk contrary to you in fury, and I myself will discipline you sevenfold for your sins. You shall eat the flesh of your sons, and you shall eat the flesh of your daughters. And I will destroy your high places, and cut down your incense altars, and cast your dead bodies upon the dead bodies of your idols, and will so, and my soul will abhor you. And I will lay your cities waste, and will make your sanctuaries desolate, and I will not smell your pleasing aromas, and I myself will devastate the land so that your enemies who settle in it shall be appalled at it. And I will scatter you among the nations, and I will unsheathe the sword after you, and your land shall be a desolation, and your cities shall be a waste. Then the land shall enjoy its Sabbaths as long as it lies desolate, while you are in your enemy's land. Then the land shall rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. As long as it lies desolate, it shall have rest, the rest that it did not have on your Sabbaths when you were dwelling in it. And as for those who, of you who are left, I will send faintness into the hearts, into their hearts, in the lands of their enemies. The sound of a driven leaf shall put them to flight, and they shall flee as one flees from the sword, and they shall fall when none pursues. They shall stumble over one another, as if to escape a sword, though none pursues. And you shall have no power to stand before your enemies, and you shall perish among the nations, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up, and those of you who are left shall rot away in your enemies' lands because of their iniquity, and also because of the iniquities of their fathers, they shall rot away like them. But if they confess their iniquity, and the iniquity of their fathers in their treachery that they committed against me, and also in walking contrary to me, so that I walked contrary to them, and brought them into the land of their enemies, if, then, their uncircumcised heart is humbled, and they make amends for their iniquity, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob, and I will remember my covenant with Isaac, and my covenant with Abraham, and I will remember the land. But the land shall be abandoned by them, and enjoy its Sabbaths while it lies desolate without them, and they shall make amends for their iniquity, because they spurned my rules, and their soul abhorred my statutes. Yet for all that, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not spurn them, neither will I abhor them so as to destroy them utterly and break my covenant with them, for I am the Lord their God. But I will, for their sake, remember the covenant with their forefathers, whom I brought out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the nations, that I might be their God. I am the Lord. These are the statutes and rules and laws that the Lord made between himself and the people of Israel through Moses on Mount Sinai. That is Leviticus 26 
in the English Standard Version. God is being very bold and very clear and very realistic and very sobering in his language. God's ways are right and true and good. And among this nation of Israel, there would be those whose hearts belonged to the Lord, and that would show itself in their desire to obey the Lord. But there would also be those whose hearts did not belong to the Lord, whose hearts were hardened to the Lord, although they were named and numbered among God's people, and that would be shown in their disobedience to God's word. And that's the key. We do not really earn God's favor by our obedience, but rather when we have received God's favor and our hearts have been changed and we belong to the Lord, not just in name, not just calling ourselves a Christian and going to church, but when we belong to the Lord in our hearts, then we want to obey the Lord. We seek and we strive to honor the Lord in our conduct, in our character, not just with our lips, not just with the words of our mouth. So we will walk with God. Verse 12, I will walk among you and will be your God and you will be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt that you should not be their slaves. And I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. So those of us who know that God has been so gracious to us, that God has set us free from slavery to sin and death, that God has made us his own people, and that he himself is truly our God, we will obey God's commandments. We will walk in his statutes. Do we do it perfectly? No, of course we don't do it perfectly. In fact, we sin every day in thought, word, and deed. We leave undone the good things we know we should do, and we do the bad things we know we should not do. But still, there is a sincerity in art that says, because the Lord has been so gracious to me, I love the Lord, and I want to walk in his ways. I want to obey his commands. I want to love him, and I want to love my neighbors. I want to honor him. And God says, that means you're truly mine, and you'll be blessed. Now, these external material blessings... This particular manifestation of God's blessing belongs to the Old Covenant age when God's people were a nation among the nations of the earth. The church, the true church of Jesus Christ, is no longer a nation among the nations of the earth, and we no longer measure things in terms of outward material prosperity, but we are protected from Satan, the enemy of our souls. We are kept and guarded in the faith. We are blessed and we prosper spiritually under God's hands. But what about those who don't listen? What about those who don't do God's commandments? Look, there have been many people who've called themselves Christians, who've identified with God's people, who've been numbered among God's church, and who have had really no interest in honoring the Lord. They've said, basically, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And when you do that, you, you bring harm upon yourself. Because God's ways are true and right and good, and to turn away from God, to take God's name in vain, that is to be called by God's name, but not actually live as God's people. That's part of what it means to take God's name in vain. That puts us in real danger. And it's not that we 
lose the grace of salvation by our disobedience, but rather I believe it is that we show ourselves to not have received the grace of salvation by our stubborn and willful disobedience. And again, not everyone, no one is perfect. Everyone sins and stumbles. Everyone falls short of the glory of God. We need the righteousness of Christ. We need the grace of God every day. And whatever obedience we do give to God is really by God's grace working in our hearts, by the Holy Spirit applying the righteousness of Christ to us and conforming us to the image of Christ. It's all God's work. Salvation is God's work from beginning to end. But there's either fruitful evidence that that work is going on in our hearts, or there is no fruitful evidence that that work is going on in our hearts. And that's a lot of what God is talking about here. These people who are called by his name, these people who are called Israel, they're called the people of God. If they're stubborn, if they walk contrary to God, if God disciplines them as a father disciplines a son and they harden their heart against God and they say, I will not obey you, I will not repent, then God says, I'm going to give you up and I'm going to give you over. But notice what he says at the very end. He says, if you confess your iniquity, even when you've been stubborn and sinful and rebellious, and I give you up and I give you over, if you'll confess your iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers in their treachery they committed against me, then I will remember my covenant. I will remember the land. I will forgive. I will restore. I will not spurn them because I am the Lord. So, as a believer, you may have a season of time when you're walking contrary to the ways of God and you're stubborn and you're defiant and you're rebellious. And you may come to a place where God breaks you finally through discipline and you say, I know I'm wrong. I've sinned. I've gone far from the Lord. I've embraced madness and folly and selfishness. But I see that now. I confess that I've done this. And even then, God is gracious. While you have breath, you have hope. Because if you turn to the Lord, he will be gracious and he will restore you. Not because of how good you are. Not because of how good you are but because of how good he is. His goodness, his covenant, his promises ultimately fulfilled in Christ are our hope day by day. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the faithfulness of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the true Israel and the true son of God. Help us to cling to Jesus and to trust in him. Help us to walk in loving obedience to your will and to your word as you conform us to the likeness of Christ, as you apply the righteousness of Jesus to our hearts. And if there are those who have been stubborn and rebellious, if there are those who have walked away, may they come to their senses and realize their foolishness, and may they repent and return to the Lord. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, that's day 179. Tomorrow, we are going to continue in Leviticus. We're doing three in a row instead of two. Leviticus 27 will be on tap for day 180 tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. Have a blessed day in the Lord.